That's why you got no money. You were stupid. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. world Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 69 of Planet Rage. <laughs> 69, what well, it feels like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I'm wondering how many people never have seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, it's a must see. You have to see that. Stop the show After. right now and go watch Bill and No, Ted. don't do that. <laughs> 69, <laughs> dude. And then. Yeah. yeah, it'll still be Wild Stallions. That's good. That's, uh-huh. good That's back when comedy was actually still good. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Shot in uh, San Dimas. Uh, well, allegedly San Dimas, which is about 50 miles from east of where I sit right now. Nice. Well, and yeah. the big scene at the beginning is about 30 miles from here with the driving down the street with the big Indian on top of the building. Oh boy. That was right out down uh, Pulaski road here in Chicago. No shit. No, I'll be damned. Malware bites pop up. I hate. No, go away. Malware bites. Yeah. What, popping you on your screen saying something's trying to kick the door down. It's like, it wa- right. It wants me to go from the free version to the paid version. Oh shit on that. This is always the problem when rebooting my computer. Cause I do it rarely. And there's so many things that end up being an annoyance that I should go and kill entirely, but you're like, I'll do it. Okay. Next time I'll do it. So it doesn't, when the computer boots up, I'll just do it. Then you forget to. So I just rebooted this machine because I was getting a little latency issue. I hear you. And, uh, well, yeah, you are no, no stranger to having a PC issue or two. <laughs> it helps oh, bring the yeah. rage. It does. It does. This is true. Over this, this true. weekend, a 19 shot, three fatally in Chicago. So the number is kind of down a little bit, but it's cold. Kind of, but it's cold at that, uh, that uh, what they call it, the uh, Polar Express, whatever the hell it was. I'm sure that depressed those numbers. And uh, I wonder how you cold know, did it get in Chicago? It was damn cold. I mean, it was yeah. down into single digits and then below, I think, in the middle of the night. Yeah. But I also well, think they set some records back in New Hampshire on Mount Washington. Did you see that? No. How cold? Four, 47 below the top of Mount Washington, which is almost outer space. And they said with the wind chill, it was 108. Ooh. So, yeah. That sounds like a fun time to go camping. Man, oh, man. <laughs> like, well, Jeez. you know, at least you don't get shot like you would in Chirac. But I'm I also, take my chances with the bullets over that kind of temperature. That's really. true. I'm wondering how many of these crimes are not just even being reported anymore due to all of the, you know, police that are leaving. And uh, I mean, I guess you have to have confirmation, although you would think that if you get shot, you're going to either wind up in a morgue or in a hospital, although maybe not. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. No question about yeah. it. 
But since we last spoke, we've had, I mean, it seems like a long week this past week for some reason. Really? How did things go for, uh, let's see, check the teeth, the Great. cardiologist, everything good? You know, everything is, uh, well, I guess one, we'll take them one by one with, okay. with the entodontist. Yeah, there is one root canal that was done maybe seven or 10 years ago. And that's the one that needs a redo. Yay. All right. And I, I didn't know. I mean, because I figured this maybe was a dumb question. And, you know, see now Bitdefender on a machine that I didn't just reboot is popping up on my other screen where I have the chat room asking me, you know, over 200 million Twitter email addresses were leaked. Protect my identity. Screw you, Bitdefender. I hate it when it's stuff that I pay for as well. That's right. like popping yeah. stuff up. Yeah. Give us more. But I didn't know what the difference was between a normal root canal and a rework or whatever they call it. And the antidontist said, well, this one's harder. He's like, well, not for you. Not for you. You just, you do the same thing. We're the one that does the work. And uh, so for that, I I really doubt that what was, that is the issue of the other issues that I was having but still need to get that done. The other root canal that was just done seemingly was okay, but he also pointed out that with the root canals, you probably don't notice until an infection appears. And he's like, it's way too soon for an infection to appear Mm -hmm. on a root canal that was just done. Although he fully agreed that the crown was not done. Good. Was not done properly. Was not, uh, was not the finest work that he had ever seen. I could tell. Because he was like, well, uh, you know, who did that? I'm like, oh, you know, Patterson Dental. He's like, which, which dentist? <laughs> Do you oh, remember? Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he, well, of course, now this is in a, you know, a fairly small town and there's a bunch of dentists and then there's the antidontist office. And I'm sure that the antidontists who are getting stuff from the dentists see the stuff all the time. So they're the ones that get to see all the work from all the other dentists. Mm-hmm. in the area and he said the guy that we're at now was was definitely a good choice over the other ones so uh good, good. but that is the thing we'll have to do i have to make an appointment with him in order to take that crown off he's like we'll have him take the crown off put in a temporary crown for a couple of weeks and if you don't have any problems then you know that's the issue that it's not mm-hmm. anything else with the root count because they didn't see anything and they did the x-rays and then they have the magical machine, which wasn't made for guys that are six foot six because you like stand in this thing. It's very weird. You stand in you it stand. Uh-huh. And there's like a bit, you know, so if you're like a racehorse, then you have to go and you bite this thing as you're standing. And then this big thing goes around your head from like behind the one side, like behind your neck to the other side, getting whatever I'm assuming maybe uh, sound waves or something. I don't. So it's like an MRI for your head. Kind of. Yes. Okay. So that thing goes around and that's when they looked at everything and like, okay, so, you know, good news, bad news is you're going to need the other one that is the furthest back tooth. He's like, well, you could, we could do the root canal. That's not a problem. He's like, it's all depending upon your comfort. He's like, there is nothing wrong with it, except that it hurts when it's hit with hot or cold at this point. Yeah. But there is no infection. There's nothing like that. So we'll see when, if and when, what we want to do there. And that is, I realized, because I was wondering, I may have mentioned when I got my wisdom teeth out when I was like 20, 
that there was one of them that was so badly embedded that they couldn't get to it. And they were like, well, we'll just leave it and see if it, uh, hopefully it won't be a problem. Well, that's where that one is. Mm-hmm. So it's right behind the one that could possibly just get extracted now or have the root canal done. And I'm thinking it might just be safer to extract it. That way, if the wisdom tooth ever is still moving at all, then it would have somewhere to go. So there was that part of that fun. Mm -hmm. And then with the cardiologist, I'm still trying to pinpoint the stuff because still have been having problems with the, uh, with the AFib, with a little bit of extra Mm -hmm. heartbeats. And I realized, I'm like, well, maybe it was the statin because I started taking a statin back in September. And if you do research on that, there's a lot of people that don't like the statins, which is for cholesterol. It's like a Lipitor or something, right? Right. Okay. But that I realized probably isn't the issue as much as the fish oil that my doctor suggested I start taking in mass quantities. When mm-hmm. I started taking the the statin, mm-hmm. there have been, and this was just seemingly in the last couple of years, studies that have found that if you have AFib, or even if you don't, taking the fish oil supplements, especially more than a gram a day, could, uh, it, it increased greatly the prevalence of AFib. So I took my last oh, fish shit. oil Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I know fish oil. Everybody's like, oh, it's good for your heart health. Ah, fish oil. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. And this was on the doctor's recommendation. Yeah. Fuck me. Which again, you know, it's like I hadn't been having the AFib problem. So this is, Hmm. you know, the questionable uh, with any of this stuff, what is causing it and what is setting it off is reading the internet. It is in a very weird science. I can I can tell you that from all of the stories that I've read and there's the full blown AFib, which is way more dangerous because you're way more likely to have a stroke in that. But having the extra beats, they kind of look at it as it's not, it's pretty benign, not really a big deal, nothing to worry about, Hmm. except I can feel them. So that is where you go. This adds then to stress. Yeah, it's got to be unnerving uh for sure. And because it hadn't been happening with regularity, then when something starts, you're like, well, something had to cause it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, switch to banana oil says net net, not a bad idea. I have gone to eating bananas every day and we have been looking, uh, we'll have to ask my doctor or whichever one I see next about getting a possible potassium supplement because reading again all of the stories that people have posted in the various places on the internet a lot of them were like oh yeah potassium cleared it all up Mm, that'd be nice Uh uh-huh how are the bananas in chicago are they like fresh or frozen or i mean i don't know wherever they fly them in from but they're okay wow it's impressive there's one thing when i moved to uh, southern california the the produce here is just mind-blowing you know you like you never get a bad piece of fruit Whereas when I lived in New York, it seemed everything came out of a fucking can. Right. Everything was, or it was rotten by the time you got to yeah, be able to terrible. pick it up. So I'm, yeah. you know, at this point, at least I'm feeling a little more calm mm-hmm. with the heart issue and just kind of trying to work through it as, uh, you know, looking for the trigger and hopefully now stopping the, the fish oil. And I started on the CoQ10 because 
I guess if you're taking a statin, then it dries out your system of the CoQ10 and that's needed for proper heart electrical uh, functioning and all of this. So, I mean, I told my buddy Gene, who I do the unrelenting show with on Fridays, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just starting CoQ10. He's like, you were on a statin and you weren't taking CoQ10. I'm like, no, nobody told me that I should be taking. Jesus Christ. I know. Then he sent me a picture of all of the supplements he's on. I I don't have that kind of time to look them all up. Mm. I'm like, no problem, Gene. You're going to live forever. He's like, no, I'm just hoping to die in my sleep, which I thought was (laughs) a perfect way to go. Exactly. That's all you want. I don't care if I live forever, but I don't want to see it coming. Yeah. That's the the beauty of that. So we had the uh, we had the antidontist, we had the cardiologist, and again they look at the little EKG thing. You bring them in from your Apple Watch, and it's just like, oh no, that's just an extra beat, not 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 really anything to worry about. It's like, well, you might say that, yeah. But then I was happy today because I had to go. Well, I wasn't happy that I had to go and renew my Adobe for another year, but I oh, went. Oh, you're on the subscription, huh? Well, that's the so one. You must have the big, the robust one, the full boat one, instead of the little sissified uh, elements that I. It is, it is the full boat, but it is due to having a very good friend that is a teacher who doesn't care anything about using Adobe software. Mm-hmm. She signed up for it for me. Nice. So we get, and especially if you buy the yearly card, Amazon used to have it. They don't anymore, but Best Buy still does. Yeah, you can buy the yearly card for like. I think it's 240 bucks for the year. And that's for all, you know, the full blown Adobe stuff where I think they normally are charging like 60 bucks a month or something now for it. See, that shit bugs me. That just pisses me off because you're not buying anything. You're renting it. Right. I mean, it'll continue to work until, you know, six months later when they're, you know, it's hacked or whatever else is, uh, I mean, I get the subscription to, to, uh, you know, to a Netflix or an HBO or a podcast because you're always getting something fresh. I mean, there's something being burned. Right. So the subscription model seems justified, but a fucking piece of software that doesn't change. Fuck you. Yeah, Cause there are that. some people that are still using the Adobe Photoshop from like 10 years ago and are oh, happy yeah. with I, it on my, on my, Acer, my, the Photoshop is, you know, probably 11 versions back and it fucking works great. It does everything I need it to do. So why do I need a subscription? You know? Yeah. And I get the one year and you could do two years at a time, but it was time uh, that the email kicked out to her that, Oh yeah. In a month, we're going to start taking money out of your account again. So I went to go in and order and I had the Apple watch still in the cart at Best Buy from when I was looking for them originally. And it was like, Oh, it's $70 off now. So I went over to target and of course they're, Policy is price matching within 15 days of buying whatever. And I looked at him like, we're at 19 days. Let's make the phone call and see. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I was really worried at, the, at first because they put you through to India, which oh, yeah. customer service on the phone when you can't understand somebody. It's like, I'm not trying to be an asshole about this, but if I can't understand the person, it's actually making things worse. Mm-hmm. But. Lo and behold, it was also now on sale at Target for 70 bucks off. And she's like, well, you know, it is a few days past, but as a one-time courtesy, I'm like, that's fine. Oh, I love those one-time courtesies. It is. And I <laughs> sent in because they immediately, and she was fine. She was good and took care of what I needed to have taken care of. And when the thing came from Target, I gave her high points. 
because I filled out the little comment card and I'm like, here's what I don't understand. Target has like a 90 day, very liberal return policy mm-hmm. with a 15 day price match policy. Like you do realize I could just return the shit, right? <laughs> and buy yeah. it again and right. get the price, which is now costing you more waste. Or maybe sure. it doesn't for the man. Maybe it's just Apple or whoever product you're buying gets screwed. Because the product then goes back and it can't be sold as new. And I'm just going to buy another one. So just to get the price match. So I don't understand that part of. You'd think they'd have that figured out. Yes. Uh huh. It's like, cause it's got to be costing you more money because, and if it was something that was like five bucks, maybe people aren't going to go through the hassle, but a $70 price drop, you have to know, which is maybe why they make exceptions for the large ones. Cause they're like, well, otherwise we're just getting a return. But otherwise, yeah. I have to say I've been as much as I don't like some of the concepts, the technology in the Apple watch just for monitoring the heart rate and heartbeat is crazy good. Mm. So for that, it's cool. And uh, the last thing was my mom had her cancer surgery already today. Wow. She had her appointment last week that, you know, to go and meet with the surgeon and everybody that, that, you know, she's like, it only took like, you know, 90 minutes. It was, it was the only time she's ever been in and out of a hospital. She's like, everything was exactly on time. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yes. Cool. And every, all the nurses talked very highly of the surgeon who oddly, you know, to go along with my story about target was Indian and very hard to understand, but very good at what he does. So there's. Yeah, it's everything Uh huh. to be able to go yeah. in. And uh, I mean, I guess they go, they must take like little bits of it off, you know, like layers, which is just kind of odd to think of when they're taking the flesh off of your arm. Ew. And then, cause it's like, well, she's like, well, I was for a while where like nothing was going on and he had left the room and I'm like, well, you know, is there anything else that has to be done? They're like, oh, it's just in pathology. So within like 20 minutes, they were able to get that skin flesh over to the lab and determine, Hey, is it clear? Cause if that last bit, you know, that last layer was clear, then they've done their job. If there was still cancer, then they have to go further. Technology is weird. I'll tell you that. This is true. It is weird. I'm glad what, I don't have to fuck around with it too much. I know <laughs> on what they can do and what they can't do. Cause they still just don't know so much about the neurological system and the brain. And you read all of these stories with people that have the very similar heart symptoms that I'm having. And for some of them, it's like, well, if I have salt, it'll set it off. If I have MSG, it'll set it off. If I have sugar, it'll set it off. If you know, I don't get a good night's sleep, there's just very odd and different things that can set off the same symptoms. What about, uh, you know, a tumbler of hundred proof, uh, whiskey that would, that's, that's way up there with the heart. Alcohol is like the main thing. If you have Ooh. any of these things are like, don't drink it at all. Don't do that okay just gotcha. don't it's bad uh yeah. which i guess it makes sense because it is interfering with the electrical yeah. system in your body overall because it's numbing everything and what if you took a nine volt battery and put it on your tongue <laughs> see that could possibly do it as well there was somebody and again this is antidotal evidence on the internet so use that and give a grain of salt to all of these stories but there was one person who had been wearing, and I don't even think it was an Apple one. I think it was something similar to one of these devices that monitors your heart rate and everything else. And they were getting these premature beats like I've been getting with 
you know, in, with severity, with regularity. Ooh. And they took the de- device off, the watch off or whatever, and noticed that it stopped. Yeah. And they're like, well, you do realize that the watch, in order to take these devices, to take these uh, readings from your body, there is a very, very, very low voltage electrical connection being made between your skin and the watch. Yeah. And I guess that was enough for this person that that was sending their heart into uh, having yeah. extra beats, which it's like, at, who would have thought that? And there was one person that was like, I love this Mrs. Dash's uh, seasoning salt. I used it on everything. And I ran out of it. And all of a sudden, my heart palpitation stopped. <laughs> yeah, I knew a girl in college and she her if she wore any um, quartz electric watch, she it would stop within two days. She, she just, was just her, by wearing it. Her body was killing the watch. Yeah, really. And she did it, you know, many, multiple times with you know Seiko swatches. And so she just had to use uh, you know mechanical wind ups. Could not uh, could not wear a, an electrical. That is fantastic. Uh, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that there's med- medical science is good, but they're not that good yet. No, and they never will be. No, a and lot of people think that there's going to come a time, you know, I just love it's basically, you know, the the, the Pfizer believers, <laughs> right? No, they're never going to have it figured out all of it. You know, they make incremental little little gains every now and then. And that's a beautiful thing. But uh, well, and this uh, is it. We've talked about this with the vaccines as well, is that everybody is while we're all very much alike. There are still things that make us different that they yeah. just don't understand. Some people die if they eat a peanut, you know, I mean, that's yes. another, it's like, it's just, you have to understand that and go, well, this is why one size will never fit all mm-hmm. that there may be a drug that's great for 99% of the population, but it's probably going to kill the other 1%. Yeah. So it all depends on which odds you want to play, I suppose. Indeed. So overall, it's a dice roll, right? It's a dice roll, baby. Overall, I can't too much uh, complain about the the overall medical prognosis is over the, uh, the past week, because now again, I kind of feel like I have a little more information and I was wondering yeah. like what, what started this thing up again? Cause I've had it on and off, but with very low frequency and it would usually be, I'd have it. And then there would be a long, long time between yeah. having the episodes. And now they're coming a lot more frequently. It's like, well, what changed? And then you start well, looking see, and that there's a yes. lot. You see, you never know. I, I, um, I have uh, tinnitus and I mean, 24 seven, it feels like there's a, a locust in each of my ears, you know, that kind of, like, <laughs> yes, I have that in sucks. a very low, but it's, it doesn't bother me. It's not to that point, but there was somebody yeah. on with this heart issue with the skipping of the beats that mentioned that they also have tinnitus. And when the heart skips the beat, it like, I think maybe it was paused, you know, for one second, it was silent in the air. It was like, oh, so this yeah. is really freaking you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I did a little, uh, you know, I was looking into because it's it, sometimes it's it be, seems to be more, um, more annoying than others. And uh, I was surfing around a while back and I saw somebody that said that one of the treatments for it is like delivering small electric shocks to your tongue. Right. Which made me think, I guess, of the nine volt battery. Right. Um, but then. Just about a week ago, we went out to dinner, had some Indian food, you know, pretty nice and spicy. I love good Indian food. I love it. And that night I woke up around three in the morning and I thought, it's fucking quiet. I don't hear it. It was gone. 
my hearing was, you know, like it, like it should be. <laughs> How long did that last? Not long. Cause when I woke up in the morning, it was back. So the, I'm th- and it, like you, you try to isolate what I do different, what I eat right. different. The only thing I had to think of was I had, uh, you know, some uh, shrimp pirani and uh, a chicken tikka masala. And <laughs> Any, maybe that was it. I don't know. Yeah. Anything with a high turmeric uh, content. Yeah. Because that's my wife has been taking that for years as a supplement. And it's allegedly pretty magical for a lot of things. They say that. Yes. And it was always good when she worked right by an Indian store and would just go in and get the powder. There you go. Rather than getting the, you know, ultra processed. Uh, yeah. In, in the, when you all of these supplements, you know, they're coming from China and it's like, I need some of them. Sure. But you like, you're, again, you're rolling the dice. Hey, lavish even says turmeric's good for hangovers. So people will be running out to buy that oh, now. Oh boy. <laughs> what everybody needs. We do not. We are not doctors on Planet Rage. We do not give medical advice. We just no. simply talk of our own experiences. Don't take anything. Well, I do we sometimes say. wear a white smock and carry a clipboard just for the fuck of it. <laughs> Does that help? No. Does it say Doctor like Larry on feel. it? That would be awesome. What are you a doctor of? <laughs> Remember whatever happened to the mirror? The mirrored headbands. Remember right. when you'd, you'd you'd be into this when I when my first computer was an was a believe it or not it was a Macintosh and. Um, I had a thing like, I think it was called Disc Doctor. Right. It was from Norton. Right. It was Norton. And you'd fire that thing up and there'd be this little goofy animation of a doctor with a round mirror on his head. It's like spinning a, he's like a Dr. DJ was spinning a platter. And it would go on forever while it you know, was defragging whatever the fuck it was doing. It used to make me laugh. That's that when they, that, that was when we needed to get more light where they were looking and we didn't have, I guess, yeah. lights. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad the technology has increased a little bit since that time. But yeah, the tinnitus would drive me nuts. That's why it's like a, you you know, you need the white noise then if you're in the you know yeah. trying to sleep for trying to sleep, I guess for a lot of people is where it's the worst. Yeah. Like there's the, yeah, in, in just regular walking around doing your thing doesn't bother you much, but when it gets when it gets really quiet, that's when that's when you notice it. Yes, that's when you start freaking out. But we do have some clips. I mean, I guess we we, we are we, no, we we're, we are a podcast, believe it or not. Believe it or not, we do have some clips here. Where should we start? We can start with yours and uh, and work through these. Uh, let's see. I don't know. We could start with uh, how about um, well, since uh, you know weather balloons were a big oh, big uh, news item. Yes, right? we could start with uh, with Brigadier General Pat Ryder. That's a good one to kick it off. Bring the rage. Well, we do need to bring the rage. Come on, I yeah. just I, I I grabbed it and I brought it over. There we go. There it is. Position of the balloon classified. Uh, Phil, right now, uh, what we're not going to do is get into a hour by hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, Stop. As I mentioned, right now, it- did that? Now, did that reporter ask him for an hour by hour? He did not. No. Did he? He said, no. "Where is it?" Right. Where is it? We're not going to get into. So right there, there's like this kind of snarky snotball attitude coming from this chooch, chooch in uniform. Go ahead. And it's a balloon. It's a fucking balloon. It's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. But I understand my being. Whoa. That's as specific as I'm going to get because it's a secret. 
It's a balloon. <laughs> Can't anybody with binoculars see this thing or what? Uh, Jesus. I mean, I know they, uh, there was a lot of question about how high it was flying. I know Adam Curry, I know agenda took a lot of umbrage with the numbers that were being thrown yeah. around. Well, I would too. I mean, they said, I saw some numbers at 60,000 feet. Uh, that's about, what is that about? Uh, how many is it? Let's see. 5, how many feet, feet in a mile? It's about, there's 5,280 feet in one mile. So a figure if it's, uh, you know, if it's 10,000 feet, it's two miles. So it's, what is it, about eight, 10 miles high. You know, there's a point where balloons don't work anymore. I mean, they do need air to support them. So right. there's, a, there's a ceiling to their ceiling. Um, but anyway, yeah. And I just want to know exactly what can a balloon do to spy that is all that scary to anybody? The public not have a right to know. If uh, a the public is over certainly their state. has the ability to look up in the sky and. I oh, see this is that's exactly what I say. Can't you just look up? Yeah. But but the guy's such a fucking douche. I mean, that's the, the, the this this guy. I looked him up. Okay, and so typically um, he is at, guaranteed. You and I have more combat experience having grown up in Chicago and New York than this asshole does with scrambled eggs on his shoulder and 57 bars on his chest. He's a total fucking fraud, as so many of them are. Okay, he graduated from, you know, the Columbia School of, of Advertising in 1992. And he has he uh, uh, step-stooled himself from one tit job to another for his, whole, his entire undistinguished career. Okay, he's not a soldier. He's a uniform politician and a mouthpiece with a fucking attitude. And I saw this and I just got obviously very enraged. And I thought how, you know, what this guy should have said was, oh, well, thank you for that intel, Brigadier General. (laughs) And you know what? The public is also entitled to call their congressman to call for your um, decommissioning because you have fucking attitude. You're not here to, to, to talk down to the, pe- the American people. You're at, here to answer questions straight up. So get that through your head, soldier. You're fucking dismissed. Well, they've learned that the media, you could just say whatever you want. Nobody's ever going to question anything. And if they do, you just uh, you just ignore it. That's the Biden way. What a dick he is. And it, really, this whole thing is just very weird to me. Well, I mean, the, what made me laugh was the people, these, all these chooches cheering, you know, when it was shot down. Uh, meanwhile, it completely traversed the continental U.S., gathering all the data it needed and beaming it back to Beijing along the way. So who the fuck cares if you shoot it down? Because it went from the Pacific to the Atlantic. It, mission right. accomplished, you know, and they're acting like, oh, we're, we're so on this. Look what we did. They didn't, do sh- they didn't do shit. Yeah, but China has sensors of every phone that TikTok is installed on where they can get way more information than they can from a balloon that is. Yeah, but what, what are they getting off high. TikTok? You know, the, uh, the, 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 the sexual perversions of, uh, of young adults in America. That's, that's what they're getting off TikTok. You know, they're not finding out where the nuke silos are and all that shit. Well, are you sure? Because they can access the microphone. So if this is on, uh, you know, some kid whose dad's a general, you might be able to, uh, There's a lot more involved with the espionage and TikTok. I still think the best use case would be that you can see where everybody is. And all you have to do is be able to put two people together constantly that shouldn't be. Mm. And then you got blackmail material. (laughs) I guess you're right. There's a lot of data. I mean, if you know how to scrape that data correctly and you know what you're looking for and what your targets are. 
I think you can get a lot more that way than from what is basically a weather balloon. I know the fears were like, oh, it's going to have an electromagnetic pulse. Like, yeah, I still don't buy that. I mean, maybe it's a dry run to see what could be done, but they have satellites. We all know there are satellites going overhead. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but they're a lot higher than 60,000 feet. True. Um, but, you know, I, the thing, the TikTok thing is, it's so funny because for forever there was, uh, you know, in, in casinos, there were always things, no pictures, no cameras. Right. Reason being, right. they weren't worried about, about somebody figuring out how to beat a fucking roulette game, which is impossible. It was just, there was an assumption there that probably, you know, 40% of the dudes there were there, not with their wives. <laughs> right. Okay, you don't want the so eye in the sky picking you up. Exactly. You know, so that was the, that was the, uh, the idea. I guess that's probably shot down now with everybody with their cell phones and stuff, but. Well, everything is now. I mean, you have no privacy, no matter what, you know, you can't go up or down your street, leave your house without somebody's ring doorbell picking you up. True. So uh, the concept that you have any privacy at all at this point is just doesn't exist. You yeah. can't leave your house. You can with all of these license plate readers now mm-hmm. with all of these things, which will uh, track, you know, for your insurance company, I'll oh, give you a better rate. They're getting GPS and everything, but GP TikTok has your GPS. So many of these apps have your GPS. And when you know, but well, we Google, we want to make it much easier to know like what you're looking for. So if you're constantly at a, this breakfast restaurant, we can give you recommendations on other breakfast restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to know what the bastards yeah. are doing. You got to. And the government, they're the most biggest bastards out of all of them. So true. And they don't want to answer any of those questions. It's just, a, it, you know, it's just the credit, the attitude of that guy. This dude is asking him a very legitimate question. And he's treating him like a shithead. I mean, what? What an asshole. Well, yes. But this is exactly what the Biden White House spokeshole does all the time. Yeah. If somebody dared ask a hard question as well, they're treated like it's a, you know, an inquisition. But I digress. Do we want Scott on the balloon now? Is that a follow-up? or? Uh... Uh, sure. Do this. Yeah, why not? Have some Scott. Since we're talking balloons. Yeah. I've said it for the last 10 fucking years. Here's another example of the big pussification of this once great nation. Communist China has a giant fucking spy bubble balloon floating over this fucking country. And what do we, what should we do about it? Oh, we don't want to, refi- are you fucking kidding me? Pussyfooting around. Shoot the motherfucking thing out of the fucking sky. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. Right. If you really, if this is a spy craft from a foreign government. Of course, China's saying it's a weather balloon. Yeah, I mean, the fact is, we know that if they're going to shoot it down, they're going to be able to get access to whatever was in the balloon. So it's not like it's going to magically disappear. So it's going to be interesting to see those documents describing what was uh, recovered from the scene when they blew this thing out. Yeah. But yeah, Trump was immediately like, same thing, just, just shoot it down. What's and shoot it down um, before it hits landfall over the Pacific. How about that? That would make more sense before it's gone completely over yes. the country. Because let's just and assume. As, and as Dvorak pointed out very smartly, don't fucking blow it out of the sky with a with a missile. Poke right. a hole in it so so you can retrieve the shit before it hits the you know the ocean floor. 
But right, they didn't well, think of that. Right, either. because it's a balloon. It's a fucking balloon. It's not a jet. It's not a helicopter. Which yeah. means as long as you have an aircraft that can operate at the same height, you should be able to mm-hmm. kind of just go snag it. Yeah. And get it. Bring it down. Yeah. yeah. But no, no. Let's let's take a bunch of missiles. Let's blow the whole thing up. Sounds like a conspiracy to me. <laughs> Maybe. What happened to our balls? Maybe they're on the balloon. Maybe. Because China's got a chokehold on us. They're buying everything up. They own everything. We got to put a stop to this. And have, people need to be held accountable who are letting this shit happen. And on another note, this poor smart black woman that was shot dead in New Jersey in front of a house. Where's BLM? Where's CNN? Where's that race baiting cocksucker out Sharpton? <laughs> Nowhere to be found. You know why? Because she's a smart Republican black woman. Yeah. Well, there's no question about that either. The history has shown us that when it comes to the Marxist group, black lives matter, when it comes to Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, and those ilk, they don't really care about black lives. Never will. No, they don't show up in Chicago. And yeah. And this is so horrible. I mean, this, this poor woman who was very cool. Um, which they, she was shot seven times in the face and they're, they're like, well, is this a random act or is this, per-? of course it's fucking personal. Are you kidding me? Seven times. It, it's just so sad. So sad and awful. That is the world you got. And then nobody yeah. wants to come out. I mean, this whole thing in, uh, with the five cops and Tyree Nichols, I mean, as horrible as it is to say, it's like, thank God all of the police officers were black as well. Because otherwise, you would have a completely different story going on. Yes. But of course, but you they, still do remember according to Van Jones. It's well, right. It's still white supremacy, which yeah. I don't, I don't understand. No. You know, uh, one of these Democratic, was it a senator's wife or something just recently said you can't go by the declaration of independence or the constitution. Cause they just perpetuated white slavery, you know, or this mm. or white supremacy. And it's like, I no, no, it didn't, but there's, it will never convince these people otherwise that are that far down a rabbit hole to go, you know, maybe logic should come into your thought process, but no, I mean, in Chicago, we talk every show about how many people have been shot. Those numbers, Probably in the high 90s, but at least in the 90 percentile are black that are being shot. But it's also the people that are shooting are also black, which is why there's no outrage. And that's just plain sad. But it's all about the guns. You're right. It's the guns. guns. Sure. Which at least there have been some courts going, yeah, J.B. Pritzker. No. Yeah, what did they do to him? I saw saw a, a link, but I didn't follow it. So far, the courts are saying your law is not constitutional. So we are not, we're blocking it at this point. And that law was refresh me. Well, this was the new one that said, if you have a pistol, you can't have a magazine over 15 rounds, which, you know, Mm. there are plenty that are. Right. And if you had a rifle, I believe was over 10. And there was also something, if it was even the AR style, even though we know that this does nothing to make a gun more lethal than a hunting rifle. If it had that look, no, no, the ARs, they're going to be, they're going to be banned too. Right. It's the typical things Democrats do when they know it's not going to do anything, but they're trying to garner votes. Cause JB Prisker knows exactly 
that this is not going to do anything to lessen gun crime in Chicago. Sure. And I believe that he's not a complete moron. I believe he knows that an AR-15 is no different than a hunting rifle, but you scare people because it's like, these are weapons right. of war. Yes. It's like, nope, not mm-hmm. really. Yeah. But okay, this people believe it, then people vote for it, and it is absolutely not so. What is this? What is the Razor Fist one? This clip here. This is fat. Do you are you familiar with Razor Fist? I am not. Oh, okay. This guy is a pretty. Um, he has a pretty uh, significant following and footprint on YouTube. Fascinating guy. He lives in Arizona. He um he looks like uh you know some thrasher rocker. He's got long black hair. He always wears mirrored shades when he does his show. Fingerless gloves. <laughs> um, he's extremely. I mean, he's beyond eloquent as you'll <laughs> as you'll hear. And I've been a kind of a fan of his for years. And so uh, I I just you know checked out one of his latest videos. And this clip is something that he touches on that has just bugged me. You know, you know how I get bugged by phrases that I hear that I find. Yes, know, words mean ridiculous. things. And one of them is, you know, of course, like hate speech and so forth. You know. And another one that I hear all the time, and I think, no, that's just, that's just completely incorrect, is um, get woke, go broke, or right. go woke, go broke. Right? And I, I hear that and I think, wait a minute, the, the most successful corporations in the fucking world are the wokest. Okay. Amazon, Apple, Disney. I mean, they are, they're woke to their eyeballs. Hasn't, hasn't dented their revenues a farthing. And so surprise, surprise, razor fist had the same thought and uh, went a little bit deeper than I did just now. And you might find that uh, uh, enlightening. DSG is the operative reason get woke, go broke is in most prominent corporate cases utterly inapplicable. You see, these consolidated corporate conflaps who all agree in principle <laughs> on the adoption of ESG represent a seismic Scrooge McDuckian money pile. And in a functional context, that means ESG functions as a kind of fiscal fucking safety net. Making a movie and accidentally alienated your intended audience? Fuck it, flash a few rainbow flags in the ad campaign, and all of a sudden you've scored a Starbucks promotion and are making millions more with half the fucking viewership. Running an age-old newspaper with more circulation issues than Movie Bob's fucking feet? Ah, well, ESG at the fuck up and encourage a billionaire buyout so some ass canoe from a coastal corporation can own his very own Bolshevik bully pulpit. It ain't get woke, go broke, if anything... It's the opposite. Wokeness is the great big obese bat signal searing across the sky, signaling someone's compatibility for a corporate crossover or outright buyout, bitch. That's all it ever was, which is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to check this guy's blood pressure medications. Uh- <laughs> he's uh, he's wired. He's he really is. But he's he's great. I mean, you know, you yeah. know what? I just with listening to that voice. I have seen this guy. Okay. I know exactly. I'm, I, yeah, I'm surprised you had because he's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yes, he is very, uh, very high strung. He is. And in, in this yeah. case, I'm not sure. This one, I think, can still go either way because I think the tide is turning a little bit. I think it was always when this thing started to be a phrase. I believe it was people on the conservative side who were being uh, doing the wishful thinking thing. 
going, yeah. hey, well, it, Disney goes too woke. People aren't going to bring their kids anymore. Exactly. This Correct. I, I, exactly. I feel it's the exact same thing as what we heard, you know, eight months ago. We're going to get them in the midterms, red wave. Right. The fuck it was. No, no, no. <laughs> it was all wishful thinking. I think yeah. it's coming around now because these companies are seeing the bottom line go in the wrong direction because of the woke policies. So this could still turn, but it, it, it has not as of yet. I think that big boys are seeing um, the dents in the bottom line because of Joey's recession. Which is um, true, too. Yeah, I think if, if, if there's a woke aspect, it's really minimal. You know, very few people said, well, you know, because look at the, I mean, so many of them are so fucking monopolistic, right? You know, I mean, look at Amazon with its, uh, its uh, what is it, AW, what's it called? The whole internet thing that they have a stranglehold on. Yeah, the AWS, you know? the web services. It, yeah, you know. It's, 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 it's the same thing as, you know, go start your own uh, social media company and so forth. Right. You know, they're all, what this fucking company really needs is to reanimate Teddy Roosevelt. That's the fix, but it's not going to happen. Amazon is already cutting some of their grocery stores. I guess they realize grocery stores maybe aren't great for making money. Mm, low profit margins. Right. 5% at best. And then you're trying to yeah. do delivery with that, which right. adds to, especially, you know, people were complaining because, oh, well, they stopped doing free delivery and they're only doing delivery if you order more than one hundred and fifty dollars. And I'm like, well, fiscally, from a business standpoint, that seems to make sense. Because you can't have somebody like order a pack of gum that lives eight miles away that you're going to deliver <laughs> for free. Yeah. I mean, this just doesn't work. They, you know, even if you oh. get to even if you get to drone world where drones can deliver it, well, they still need to be charged up and that's going to cost money. Yeah. and. And Amazon does that to themselves. You know, several times I have ordered like a couple of, you know, those coin sized batteries. What are they? Two or three twos, whatever the fuck they are. Right. You know, and they arrive in a box that would fit a size 12 shoe with the, you know, the bubble wrap and everything. What the fuck are you doing, Amazon? You're, like, You're what supposed I, to be green. Right. This is how you ship this. Come on. Like, what did I order? And you can't even find the thing in the box because it's so exactly. small. Yeah. It's incredible. That I do not disagree. Uh, I pulled this clip not because of uh, the content, but because this is a uh, a Joe Biden clip that goes with what we have talked about. See if you can guess what this is, and I'm just going to play a little because it is kind of uh, it's kind of nasty. Okay. All right, you will never be a real woman. You have no oh, room, you have no ovaries, you have no eggs. You're a homosexual man twisted by drugs and surgery into a crude mockery of nature's perfection. Okay. Now, so you've, you've heard this. I think a lot of people have. Yes. And I think it adds a little bit to it that it was the video portion of this being that he was standing up in front of a crowd because that explains a little bit of that reverb and a little bit of reverb can can handle a lot of uh, of the little sins. A lot. Right. You may not notice other yeah. things, but overall, this for being a deep fake, something we have talked about quite a bit especially me recently i did a whole nother show on it on random thoughts last week which was excellent thank you i appreciate that but this is going along to prove it's like and there was a couple other ones that had been posted on youtube if you go look and do a search for most you know joe biden especially and deep fake the audio quality is fantastic it's amazing i saw i saw that and at first like for the first 
three seconds. I thought, what the fuck? And then, I said, then this thought balloon popped up over my head, over my head. Darren, uh-huh. do <laughs> not believe fucking- anything you see. Do not believe anything yeah. you hear. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this was the first Biden one that I've really paid any attention to. And I was like, it, it even has his, well, to be fair, it's a little more animated than the real Joe Biden. It's but, a little more animated, and it's and it, the version is what they did. It's Joey right after a uh, you know the, the the stimulant shot that they give him to amp him up and give make him energetic. It would have been little, better. His voice is a little too strong, a little too smooth, right? Um, than normal. Yeah. Which is, I was thinking, the AI what it should have been adding into this is a little bit of the stuttering or the repeating or the mumbling. Yes, yes, yes. And then you would have the perfect Biden AI bot. Mm-hmm. But I saw that. I was like, I just want to play that a little bit for people just to hear the, the voice. All the validation you get is two-faced and half-hearted. Behind your back, people mock you. Your parents are disgusted and ashamed of you. Your friends laugh at your ghoulish appearance behind closed doors. I mean, this is just and the, what they have them saying here is just so horrendous. And it's like, Ooh. wow. But, you know, somebody's going to see that. Somebody's going to hear that and be like, oh, Joe Biden said that. I saw it. Yes, some will. Yes. And this is where we're headed. I mean, you predicted this even, I think, even before the, yeah, well, well before the 2020 election. Yes. And you raised some points that were absolutely, you know, correct. Like, how the fuck is, is any, can, can you trust anything you see about a pol- political candidate in the age of deep fakes that are this good? Well, especially now, because where is a majority of our news coverage coming from? Social media. Right. It's hard to fool a, a network or a CNN or a Fox news because they're taking the video direct of the candidate. They're taking the video direct of all this stuff. When you get anything like a cell phone video from anyone, don't believe it. Better be able to double check it. Yeah. You better have multiple people on the ground who have the same exact video from different angles and it's able to, uh, able to match them up. But there was, uh, I pulled a vi- uh, this one. This is a longer clip. You know who Jimmy Dore is? Sure. He was on with Russell Brand. Okay. And he was uh, touting some anti-Ukraine war rally that just wanted some really bizarre stuff. It's obvious that they're all very anti-capitalism uh, in the very least. But Jimmy Dore was pushing on uh, the Ukraine thing. And I thought he had some interesting things to say we'll probably stop this a few times because there was some things i'm like oh no totally agree with that and then i'm like no no totally disagree with that so well one thing door is always interesting yeah i've never watched that guy and been bored he is so, thought-provoking um, definitely people in america don't want the war right now the far right wing- and i will say he is on a highly rated podcast with russell brand mm-hmm. he is talking into an SM7B, the same microphone Joe Rogan uses. And yeah. somehow he sounds like he's on a walkie-talkie. Isn't that amazing? I mean, he's, it's clipping like crazy. <laughs> I heard that even with that two seconds you played. Yes. What the fuck? I was like, what? I mean, the guy, I'm sure Jimmy is very successful. He's got to be raking it in like Tim Pool or any of these. He's big time. Yeah, I didn't get the audio quality here. So I apologize mm. for that. 
wing of the Republican Party just won the right to have votes on ending these wars. Now, before, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let that happen, the Democrat. And that's because we have two right-wing parties in this country. We don't have a left-wing party in America. We have two pro-war, pro-Wall Street parties in America. Stop. Uh-huh. Okay. Jimmy, you are so fucking wrong. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking already. I'm like, there's, yeah. oh, there's, there's please. no way. Please. There's, there's uh, maybe... Uh, a lot of overlap in these parties, but no, they are not both anti-business. No. But I guess he wants to believe that, you know, his side's on the right. Yeah. Anti-worker parties. And so that's 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 where we're at in this culture. And why? Because, again, I don't know what's happening over in Europe, but in the United States, our government is completely captured by corporations and the military. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's I, true. And I do agree yeah. with that because you look at what happened with all the drug companies. <laughs> You look at a lot. Oh, are you okay? You, you do it to yeah, uh, It just that's, yeah. stood up into the microphone. <laughs> like, it was Moose just jumped on it. No. Nice. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Industrial complex at the snap of a finger can get $100 billion sent to the most corrupt country in Europe. And we don't even know where that money's going. In fact, not only are that we don't not know where it's going, but when people want to track the money, people in power in the United States, in our Congress, block that legislation at the behest of the military industrial complex. So we can't even track where that. So this is a hundred. He talks even fast. Yes, I agree with all of this. But that's all true. I agree with all that. And that it is very corrupt in Ukraine. And yeah. that trying to track and just as corrupt in is. Washington, just as corrupt in Washington. Yeah. Well, maybe more so in Washington, maybe more so. And the funny thing is, you know, what's the watchword? Transparency. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was Obama. I mean, Obama ran on being I'm going to be the most transparent administration yeah. ever until he got elected. In, yeah. And yeah. then the transparency never quite showed up. But Jimmy's all over the place here. 100% corruption, and that's the thing about Americans. They don't realize that. They think their government is regular corrupt. Like, oh, Trump gave his son a job. Biden gave his son a job. That's regular corruption. With- See, I think the Democrats believe that. I think Republicans are now on the the FBI's way gone. The There's a lot of the bedrock institutions are gone to corruption. I believe that that's maybe more a uh, conservative thing believing that the corruption is worth I, I i agree maybe that if you're a democrat in america you believe that's ah, just biden gave his kid a job right they don't realize is that the whole entire war is corrupt it's all one big grift what they don't realize is the entire military industrial complex is a big grift we spend 10 times more in our military than the rest of the goddamn world combined I agree there's a lot of money that goes to waste in the military. I don't believe it is all going to waste in that you don't need a military. Well, of course you need a military, but I mean, I don't think anybody's even capable, you know, Price Waterhouse times 50 couldn't fucking figure out how much of it is waste and what's really necessary. No. I don't say one part. I know the the salary of a Brigadier General Pat fucking (laughs) uh, rider. That's that's unnecessary. That chooch. And his office probably has a $50,000 toilet seat. Oh, at least. Sure. And he's probably got fucking, you know, uh, uh, apparat checks and assistance out the ass. There's no doubt. He's yeah. a very important. He's a brigadier general, after all. Yeah, he's a fucking chooch. He's a uniform are, politician. are completely corrupted in America. This is not any people try to say, oh, we have to vote to save our democracy. We haven't had democracy in the United States for decades. And that is not hyperbole.
Should somebody tell him it's a republic, a democratic republic? We don't have a democracy, actually. We never have. Your government, your democracy was stolen from you. Never had a democracy. Decades ago, right? Which is why half the country is poor, low income. 80% of workers live paycheck to paycheck. 50% of wage earners are in less than 30. Now, I also don't blame the government for that. For people being poor. Now, I know when you go into a recession and all that, but I think we all know that the concept of rational, reasonable spending, well, it doesn't exist in the government, but it doesn't exist in most people that are citizens either. There's a lot of people who are really bad off, and you see this all the time. Like, oh, they can't buy food, but it's like, is that a new iPhone? Oh, what are you paying per month for your family to have phones? Like 500 bucks. Oh, no. I mean, that, that that's a little uh, higher than most people are paying now, but it's still, especially me with red pocket. <laughs> right. And it, but the, for a <laughs> lot of them, it's, you know, over a hundred, a couple hundred bucks a month. They have cell phones and you're like, but you're saying you don't have money. Well, then you cut the things that you can't afford, but you still have cable. Well, of course. Well, yeah. you, you cut Starbucks. Right. Well, that yeah. right. I go to Starbucks five times a day, but you know, I'm really hurting. $30,000 a year. Nobody has, we still don't have healthcare in America. You go bank. Wait, wait, I have, well, we had healthcare in America. Then Obama fucked with it. Yes. Now and then that's when the prices went way, 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 way up for everybody. Yeah. But we still have healthcare saying we don't yeah, have healthcare. I used healthcare. to be able to get my doctor on the phone. You can't get that anymore. No, not, not since Barry. That's not good. Yeah bankrupt if you get sick you get bankrupt if you go to if you go to college and we're spending endless trillions of dollars on empire and war while we still have people living under every bridge you know i get up in comedy clubs in los angeles where people don't know i'm going to be there so that's about the only way i would show up for a uh, jimmy Dore show i didn't know he was going to be there <laughs> i didn't know he was a comedian really i had no idea not my fans. So when I get on stage, I'm talking to regular people across section of America, and I'll say, "Hey, you know, isn't it amazing we can send a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine?" And you Stop. know, for Jimmy, when you're on stage at a comedy club in L.A., that is not a crosscut of America. Just saying, <laughs> just for you to know. No, it's, yeah, it's your uh, you're no. kind of under a different glass there. Yeah. Sending $100 billion in weapons to a country, it's because we care about their people. Everybody laughs when I say that. And then I say, I don't care if they send $100 billion to Ukraine. I just wish they would send $100 billion to the United States. And the crowds go crazy because they realize we're living in a completely corrupted society. So what we need now is for people to lose all hope in the system. So what the AOC and Bernie Sanders are there to do is to keep you believing that the system is going to somehow serve you it is not the system is there to crush you while it extracts wealth upwards i thought this was very interesting too that aoc and bernie sanders are proof that the system is working for you exactly i thought he just said that that it wasn't let's roll that back i'm confused now yeah because he's saying that the reason they're there is to have you believing that the system is working for you i mean i don't think it is because of them but it's an interesting way to uh, try to frame this need now is for people to lose all hope in the system so what the aoc and bernie sanders are there to do is to keep you believing that the system is going to somehow serve you it is not yeah okay 
So I, I think he's seeing it from from the same side I would, except, you know, it's it's actually the same um, end game, but different paths. I mean, AOC and, and Bernie want you to believe, vote for me and I'll make everything okay. Right. I mean, whether the, the system is just, just catastrophically fucked. There's no, the only way to fix a system is to flush it and build a new system. And I think really. it sounds like Jimmy would like if AOC or Bernie were in charge. So there's. Maybe. There's that. Maybe. I think it was a. I think he was a big Bernie boy. Yeah, he was because he he did a marvelous um, clip um, before the 2020 election. Um, it w- wasn't him. He just, he just grabbed all these clips from from Joey's first presidential run in I think '88 when he was sidelined because people people didn't like plagiarists back then. And the media said, "Hey, wait, this fucking guy stealing you know entire chapters out of other people's speeches for his, calling them his own. He's claiming degrees he never got, grades he never earned." And it torpedoed his, I, I always thought that guy was just history, you know, that's he, like the Phoenix, he arose from his own ashes with hair plugs and here he is. Um, but, but Dor, um, he, he, he really did a number on Joey pre-election. He was furious. I think he was all in for Bernie, if I'm not mistaken. That would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. But it's like this concept that the. You know, this is how bad the corruption is, is that AOC is part of a PSYOP just to keep you believing that your vote counts. It's like, no, see, to me, it's further proof that your votes do count, because how else could that kind of an idiot get into office? But um, I digress. I had to bring a clip of somebody that I knew when they were talking, you know, Jimmy Dore here about people and being poor because of the government. Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring the uh, the alternate point of view from your favorite guy. Then Bloomberg comes out today and says uh, Americans are falling behind on car payments at a higher rate than any time, three times as bad as 2009. Well, I wonder why. Recession. I wonder why, Dave. Because people are taking these notes. It says there's a growing cohort of Americans facing auto repossessions. This is an ominous sign for the U.S. economy. During the pandemic, a surge in u- used car prices forced yes buyers they had a gun. To take out bigger loans. And that right there, forced. Yep, you were forced. That's the word. You didn't have a choice. Well, here's the thing. On that... that I mean, it, you had to have a $74,000 Raptor. And so you were forced. And that's what I saw. Dave, if you look at the comments on that post, that is what people are saying. That, like well, what's our choice? Victim. What your, was our choice, Your Jade? choice is don't be stupid. That's your choice. That's your choice. Don't be stupid. Try not being stupid. That's a good choice. And, and then, and then the, the other side of it, the other side of reality, like you said, the people who chose to go against the grain are saying, hey, you know, I just bought a car in cash that I could afford. It's getting me from point A to point B. And when the right time comes, I upgrade. So there there is a cohort of Americans who do have the right idea, Dave. There's a, there's some smart people. There are some people. And there's some stupid people. Yeah. There's a lot of stupid people, Dave. 85% of Americans have car notes. Eight, and of those 85% of Americans, 15% of them have a car note of $1,000 or more. It's just hard to wrap $1,000. I just can't even get my head around that. So here's the thing. If you put that, as Jade did, in a calculator and talked about it last week in that piece that went viral – if you invest a car payment for just a couple of decades, you will have over a million dollars. You'll have five you, million dollars if you do it for three decades. Thank you. And so I don't have the money saved for my kids. College. It's because you're stupid and you put all your money in a car payment. That's why you got no money. You were stupid. Are you, are you 
fully triggered now? <laughs> well, I have some thoughts on that. Uh, first of all, I can't uh, disagree with the substance of what uh, Ramsey's saying. I do wish he'd spend more money on polygrip and get those dentures <laughs> properly situated and it's mandibles. That would make, make it uh, for a better listening experience. The chick kept repeating a word that's because, oh no, my phone is going off and I thought I'd shut this thing down, but there we go. All right, shut that up. Um, it was Leslie West by with Mountain. That's one of my uh, ringtones. Nice. Um, the chick kept repeating a word that's beginning to percolate up and I'm seeing it more and more often. And I think it's coming from the academic world, and it's called, the word is um, is uh, a cohort. Yes. Have you seen that? Suddenly, that's becoming a very popular word, cohort, right? Am it, I is, yeah. it is popping out more than it has. And she also said Dave like 4,000 times in that two-minute clip. Yeah, it's because she's kissing his ass. It's true. Um yeah, so so the cohort was weird. And yeah, the thing I can, you know, remember, you know, when I was just, you know, in, still in school, I guess, um, this this dude who was a, a friend. I've done shows about him. His, his name was Mike the Mighty Greek. And he's one of, one of these guys that, you know, that old that old saw, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. This this guy was like mas- jack of all trades and master of none as well. It was like, it's nothing this fucking guy couldn't do well. He was quite amazing. And uh, I remember one night at his house, him saying, you know, um, Stupidest thing you can do is is uh, throw money into cars. He says, just don't fucking do that. Um, it's a depreciating asset. Just get get one that'll get you around. And even she used the the wrong the wrong word when she was singing Ramsey's gospel, which was when you're ready, upgrade. No, don't upgrade. Just replace. Right. And he's right. Who the fuck needs a seventy two thousand dollar anything as a set of wheels? It's 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 insane. So yeah, I I can't argue with his uh, his point of view there. Yeah, I can't remember how long it's been since my wife and I have had a car payment. It's been well over a decade. We may be closing in on two. Yeah. And it's the beyond, you know, paying off your mortgage on a house. The best thing you could do is not have that payment. Yes. And the amount uh, that blew my mind, really, that 15% of people over $1,000 a month just in mm-hmm. going into their car payment. Yeah. Like wow, and you wonder why people are screwed. I mean, this whole oh, yeah, he was absolutely right though. This whole well, you know the what was going on in the economy forced these people into buying really expensive forced. cars that they couldn't afford. Right. Yeah, like, no, no, it didn't because you just had to be more, and not necessarily frugal, but you had to go do your legwork and find a vehicle mm-hmm. that you can afford. My mom yeah. sold her it was an old Dodge Intrepid. But it only had like 45,000 miles on it, but it was old. I mean, it was over 10 years old, maybe even a little more than that. And somebody was willing to pay like three grand in cash because it, everything else was way overpriced. But sure, it doesn't mean you go out and spend enough to have a thousand dollar a month bill. Yeah. Well, you know, I when uh, in one of my uh, many incarnations um, some time ago, I used to uh, I used to have clients where all the import car companies in, uh, on, in LA. It's kind of why it was sent here. It was transferred here by a company. And so I knew all the guys that ran all of them, uh, Honda, America, Toyota, Nissan, Mitsubishi. And, uh, and back then the, uh, the, the joke of the field was Hyundai, right? Right. People considered them to be like Yugos. It was like, are you kidding? Hyundai. And, um, the guy that, that ran Hyundai America was a very nice guy, very smart guy. And, um, one day over lunch, we we got to a point where sort of dropped the uh, the 
the business facade, we became friends. It just kind of said what was on our minds. And I, and I said, Bob, I got to ask you something. Um, I never see a fucking Hyundai on the road in, in LA. And I know you're, you know, you're, you're getting paid and there's a hell of a staff down there at your headquarters, which we just left a bit. But, you know, who's buying these cars? And he says, I'll tell you who's buying these cars. We sell a shit ton of these cars in places where people don't wear their cars. Right. And that's it. That's it. And that's basically the mindset. Either, either you wear your car and consider it like, you know, a Rolex to be flashed or Bruno Mali shoes, whatever, or it's fucking transportation. That's it. Yeah. My wife's parents bought one, I think like 1990. And I was like, what's a Hyundai? Yeah. <laughs> no, because it was not a well-known brand as no. of that point. Now they have some really nice cars. Oh, they're considered, the, the, many people are buying them over the Hondas and the Toyotas, which have consi- been considered the, you know, the gold standard in, in Asian imports for, for decades. Yes. They say they're really put together really well now. So the rise you know. of a brand. Yeah. And they, they, this guy told me to, he said, he said, he, he said listen, man, someday <laughs> you will see these, this will be competitive because the South Koreans do not quit. You know, the business is, is a religion to them. And uh, uh, they will hang in there. And he was right. And they're probably not, oh, we only want to work three days a week. We, we work no. from home. No, and, and they're not also screaming, I need to be engaged with my job. Right. Just fucking pay me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. But yeah. we, we did get a shout out on, uh, no. on a podcast this week, which I thought was nice. I need to issue a correction. Last week, I said Joe Rogan and No Agenda do not edit their shows. I was corrected in the comments and on other podcasts like Planet Rage. They corrected me. No Agenda and Joe Rogan do edit. So somebody's listening. Wow. Thank you. I'm so flattered that that Andrew listens. Andrew, excuse me, listens to us because guy's great. Yes. He is. The Andrew says podcast. And then I had sent him because he did an episode which is what sparked this because uh, we brought the clip from last week where he didn't do any editing. And I just yeah. responded with, I thought it was a great show that it kept my attention. I thought it was interesting. And uh, so then he pulled this one out. Darren, thank you very much for the comment. As I mentioned, Darren runs 5 billion podcasts, including <laughs> random thoughts. That's D U M B. See, he even knows how to spell it. This is uh, the, the repetitiveness yeah. of when I say the name, it always has R A N D U M B. He, We'll see. But five million, that is about right. You know what you need to do, Darren? Just occurred to me. You need to jingleize that podcast name. That's true. Maybe uh, Fletch or somebody with R A N D U M B. That spells random thoughts for me. Something random like it old, yeah, like the old NBC or uh, yeah, little yeah, little jingles bells. work. True. Planet Rage, Grumpy Old Benz, the Taylor Swift official fan club number one fan <laughs> all around and a bunch of others. I can't remember them all. The Taylor Swift one is my favorite. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a joke. He doesn't have a Taylor Swift fan club show. He should, though. Oh, yes, he does. I would love to hear Darren discuss music a lot more. You know, I, one, I have thought about it. I've owned for years the domain name Tay13, T-A-Y-13.com. Because hmm. I thought about it, but it's like, I don't, you know, that was the the only reason I ever became a top Amazon reviewer was because I posted a review of Taylor Swift's red on the day that it came out. I was ready and I knew how the Amazon system worked and I had gotten some traction on a few other reviews up until that point. 
but I knew that having one of the first reviews on a product that was going to go nuts. And because at that point you were getting pushed up the Amazon rankings by how many people read and liked and commented on the, on the review. That was it. I remember like getting up and because the Amazon system wouldn't allow you to submit until that product was live and it wasn't done exactly at midnight or anything. So I remember getting up and submitting that. And it was only a matter of uh, a few weeks after that, that we were within like the top 10,000 at Amazon reviewers. And it went from like, you know, being in the, the millions to, uh, to that. So, I mean, yeah, being a Taylor Swift you, fan you, can be advantageous. You gamed it, baby. Good job. Yes. I knew exactly. Yeah. Why, what's the significance of 13? What's that about? Her birthday is on the 13th and it's her lucky number where a lot of people find 13 oh. to be unlucky. Yes. She likes the number 13. Hmm. And I like this. And this also comes from the most recent Bandrew Says podcast, which was just released yesterday. But I thought yeah. this was the perfect example of a slow burn raid. And this was done in good fun. But I mean, somebody was, somebody was like poking fun. And telling all oh, that I'm never going to get that 15 minutes or whatever it was back, Bandrew. And this was this was his answer. Well, this is 12 minutes of my time. I will never get back. Lance, I want to be abundantly clear. I am beyond thrilled that I wasted your time. 12 minutes of your time. Not only am I harvesting engagement, by the way, go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Let me know what you think about this so far. Not only am I harvesting your engagement, I am harvesting your time. My goal in this world is to make people as unproductive as possible. <laughs> I want to ensure that your time loses all value. <laughs> I like the whistle. I love, love the delivery. Guy. I'm so glad um, I'm friends with Bandrew because I wouldn't want him to be pissed at me. I think he is a, uh, he could be fairly dangerous if, uh, yes. if provoked really yes <laughs> and he's way better at what he does and he gives himself credit for it's and, great and i waited until this point in the show to play that because as being the value for value show that we are and being that this is show number 69 mm. our buddy bandrew scott came in with 69 dollars and 69 cents for today's show oh cool thank you bandrew wow that's like, this is the best it's like you give us content and then you and you send yeah. in money. So you're basically wow. just doing the show for us, which is. That's so cool. <laughs> absolutely appreciated. And sure he says, is. no note for the show or anything, but congratulations on the amazing and messy 69 you've shared. Keep up the great work. <laughs> they have been messy at times, but that's why they're fun. Yeah. This is where we're having fun. This is getting yeah. your week started on a Monday. It's organic, baby. It and even though, see, Darren thought he would trigger me with Ramsey, but he didn't. Damn it. Uh -huh. I, well, because you, you agreed with what he said, and that tempers yeah. it a little bit where you're like, yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> but I, I did like, too, his little self-deprecating the, I can't wrap my bald head around it. So, I mean, there's. Oh, did he say, I missed that. It okay. was, it was like That's under good. his All breath, right. but he did yeah. throw I that one out there. I liking this guy. He just, that, that first time he just lit my fuse, but maybe he's okay. It could just we'll be see. the, uh, it could just be the delivery. It could just yeah. be the accent. I mean, right there's, there is a bias against the, the Southern accent. There's no question. There isn't. I don't have that. No, I, some, some Southern, I think it's the, I think it's the, um, 
the dentures. I mean, some good old boys, you know, it's, a, it's fun to listen to. And there's great, there's such wonderful variety when you get down there. You know, you can tell the difference between a Texan and a Louisiana. I mean, some guys in Louisiana, they actually sound like they're from Brooklyn. They talk like that, that you know what I mean? They almost sound like Brooklynites. It's amazing. Um, and then Florida, the panhandle is way different from what you're going to hear even like down in Sarasota. So, yeah, I like the Southern stuff. So we, what we need is Dave Ramsey brought to you by fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and thank you, Bandrew. For anybody that doesn't check out his stuff, it is Bandrew yeah, says, yeah. which is his main podcast. He, he has a bunch of channels. He has a channel about watches. He yeah. has a channel where he just reads uh, public domain open, you know, open source for those uh, people that into mm-hmm. the computers. He, he reads things that he won't get sued for reading. Yes. Audio book kind of things and releases those. That's a great way to test out your equipment. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. He has a guitar channel where he plays different songs, covers That's and other things good. like that. And he it's played in good. a band back in with what I gather. And uh, sounds like he had a whole lot of fun back in the day. I think he still is. He's having a ton of fun. And you should you check know? his He always out. seems like he's in a good mood. Andrew. Yes, and which is except, a lot to be said for that. Except for this cheerful cat. This last episode, I, this has been so long since this has happened to me, but I felt his pain when he started out and said, this is the third time I'm recording this show. <laughs> like, there were, there were times that I was just after like the second time, if it failed, I just wasn't going to do a show that week because by the third yeah. one, not only are you pissed that you're having technical difficulties, but your brain goes, did I say that in this version of the show yet? Or was that in the yeah. last? You can't do it. Oh, yeah. It's very hard to keep track. If you've said something, especially if you just recorded the same damn thing an hour ago and then yeah. realize that it didn't work, but check his stuff out. Very good. He's on check YouTube. Out. And, and, and most of all, um, you know, if you get a question about uh, electronics, audio equipment, he's the man, he's the source. Yes. If you have an audio gear question, there is no better place to go. Yep. Coming in with 20 bucks, our friend Kendra Lamott. Oh, Kenny Ben, thank you. Sending in kisses and hugs to Darren and Larry. We appreciate that. We do. Judah Kuki coming in with $10. That's a monthly donation. That's oh, appreciated. You, Kevin Seifert with his $5 monthly donation. Thank you, Kevin. And you're being strafed right now as we are live. You hear that? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like yeah. a big one. They're probably trying to shoot down a balloon. City Hall. <laughs> is, is it like a kid? Wait, it's like a kid's Mickey Mouse balloon from Disneyland yeah, floated over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how were things out there yesterday with all the NASCAR bunch in LA? I didn't even know they were here. What was going on? Why was NASCAR here? Well, see, there see, you I'm go. So they, out of it. they had a race last night at the LA Coliseum. They have a little, they created a little quarter mile track. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. And had their, it was like the, basically their all-star race, which they do. But it's the, it's before the season in NASCAR and it's no uh-huh. points. It's just for bragging rights and money and all that, okay. but they do weird things and they had it last year. And this was the second year. And it's so obvious that they're just trying to pander to a new audience because the sure. musical entertainment they had, which you don't normally have the musical entertainment during the NASCAR broadcast and stuff. But this was, you know, again, it's a fun party atmosphere, mm. no points race, all that kind of thing. And yeah. the musical acts were Cypress Hill. And I'm like, wow, they're still around, which I oh, was surprised. The, like the original rap group. Yes. Yeah. Insane shit. in the membrane. I'm like, holy crap. Wow. 
I was listening to wow. them back in 90 or so. Yeah, 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 sure. Or earlier even. Maybe. So they were yeah. still out, still doing it, still sound the same way. And they played Insane in the Membrane. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like 30 years later. It's that one song that people still know. And then they had Wiz Khalifa on. And I'm like, okay. you, you do know who the NASCAR audience is. Mm. And it's yeah. fine that you're trying to expand and getting more urban audience. You know, and that's just, you know, people, yeah. that's not just rap. It's just, you're looking for more of that urban music, I guess. But maybe it's because Khalifa is local. My my daughter spotted him in his Bentley twice out on the Ventura freeway. So I think he lives around here somewhere. Could be. And he seems like a nice guy. I mean, I've heard a few of his yeah. songs over the past and he's been around for quite a while too. It's not like he's yeah. uh, new or anything like that. So he's been around, but my wife's just like, this guy doesn't have any talent. I'm like, but he's not a singer. That's it. <laughs> It's a different kind of thing. It's like, it's, you're not, you're, you're being paid for what you're writing more than anything else. And I can appreciate that. People used to say that about Taylor Swift all the time. Cause if you listen to her earlier stuff, she was not a good singer, but most people at like 16, 18 aren't great at their jobs yet. Takes a while. Yes. And she's grown into the same thing with doing broadcasting, podcasting, all of that. You get better as you go. Yes. Which was the point also that Bandrew was making that we totally agree with, even though we were giving him a hard time about editing. There's some people that do need editing. Yeah. There's no question about it. But there's others that once you get, if it's a radio talk radio kind of a format, trying to edit out every little blemish doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But there are some people that you're like, you could have turned that hour show into like 10 minutes of gold. Yes. Coming in also at 3.33, our buddy Johnny from Canada. Johnny. Johnny Bravo. It's Johnny Hipwell, Johnny Bravo, depending on which agency he's trying to avoid at the time, I think. Yes. Yes. We appreciate your contribution, Johnny, and your little pup that he plays around with. uh, Mr. Puppers. I'm in love with Mr. Puppers, (laughs) Doug. Like I I told Johnny, I I think I spend more time watching the antics of Mr. Puppers on Twitter than I do playing with my own moose. Moose finds out I'm dead. <laughs> Moose is giving you the <laughs> evil eye. Like I'm going to get yeah. you. I know where you yeah. sleep. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. the way it works. Sometimes he puts mm-hmm. out some good. Yeah. Stuff. He's at, again, this is a whole new type of media where you can be entertained by all sorts of yes. different things. And we also had a boost to gram in before we get to CSBs. I always like to let CSB go last. Cause he likes that. Uh, yeah. Lavish came in. With a health karma to you lads and to the parents, that is appreciated. That was one 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 Satoshi's, and of course, did I send you a CSBs? Yes, I have this. Okay, because I was like, wait, I, if I had forgotten that, yeah. you'd be like, Dallas, do not want your shouty voice. I want Larry silky smooth. <laughs> do not read my. Oh, do not. <laughs> but uh, he came in with his usual fifteen thousand and thirty three Satoshi's with uh, the. It's now a constant request to have. Have your silky voice read and not my shouty voice. So with that said. All right. Denon Darren and Lambent Larry. Feel your ferocious bluster building to a wrathful crescendo. Take a load off with funny cartoons on offer at the blog. www.csb.lol. Afterwards, prepare for potential sempaternity. By tuning into the podcast, www.ai.cooking, narrated by the gloriously gorgeous Gregory Foreman, 
There you will find useful tips and tricks for navigating the age of automation to come. Can we circumvent the, quote, mark of the beast, unquote, by putting our podcast power ranger heads together? Yo, CSP. Damn, the Power Rangers, there's a call back to the 90s. Really? Or to the 80s. When were the Power Rangers? Around then. And I don't know. I think Gwyff may have written this one. Anybody calling Gwyff gloriously gorgeous probably is Gwyff. Could be. That could be a hint. Yeah. And I will say the, for 20 bucks a month, Gwyff can be replaced by that AI I used to do the opening on. Whoa. On random. fighting words. Uh Uh-huh. My mom. (laughs) That was amazing. By the way, if anybody has not listened to Darren's most recent episode, you should, because the AI thing, he starts off with a, with a deep fake, and I was fooled. At first, I said, wow, he, he must have done a five and under, whatever, called one of those people. Right. And nope, it was a machine. That was, it was quite amazing. That was the so. first thing my mom's like, I put on your podcast, and I'm like, what's this? Who's the girl? Did you hire somebody? How did you do yeah. it? And yeah. I'm, that is going to revolutionize so many things. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've written books. You understand the amount of money that's involved in converting something to an audio book. That becomes a different story now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it knew pretty much when to pause. And I did do an all caps when you added like, what could you tell the difference? It's like, and I, it gave exactly what I was looking for. It was the, mm-hmm. you know, really added the emphasis to it. And the AI stuff is fascinating and nobody covers it better than CSB. That's his day job. He knows all about the AI stuff. So give his uh, podcast a try and uh, do do, but I think it's fast. I think you're right. I think it's the death knell of conventional authors um, other than legacy ones that have massive uh, followings. You know, your your uh, Harry Potter broad and Stephen right. King and those people, um, because there's so much crap. I mean, just pedestrian crap in the top 10 and top 50 book lists that, yeah, why the fuck shouldn't somebody just read a, a, the rudimentary buttons of a plot line into the machine, have it spit it out, boom, there's your, there's your novel. You right. know? Uh, I think that the whole, it's going to tip it, not just on its ear, I think it's going to push it into the, a hole and cover it up with an earth mover. It's, it's quite, quite terrifying. Yeah, well, as we've talked about, everything is formulaic television shows are formulaic movies very formulaic music Mm -hmm. formulaic once you can teach the formula the ai can do it and when people don't know the difference like who needs to write romance novels anymore they're all the same plot sure there's just a different setting and different characters that's all you got to do is change those things yeah and now you don't have a good friend who's I have a good friend who's made a fine living for a long time as a, uh, you know, a book reader for Audible and so forth. And I right. kind of, you know, I fear for her career because um, shit, I mean, she, she makes real good dough doing that. And what's, you know, why, why pay somebody by the hour to do that when you can shovel it into a, a machine and then go back? Of course, there's going to be a couple of nip tucks needed, but basically in, in terms of economics, how do you beat that formula? You it's can't. very hard to beat the formula. And when it was pointed out, that you could just tag different dialogue from different characters in your book and have different AI voices read them. Well, this all yeah. of a sudden goes from an audio book to a full on performance kind of thing. Yeah. An ensemble cast. Yeah. Why not? And, and people think that's way more impressive. And for people sure. that are, if you have an audio, if you write a book that, you know, it's just a passion. If you're not Stephen King, mm. how many people are going to buy a book? Not a lot. 
how many people are going to buy the audio even less. So it makes so little sense to do that. But if you can create the audio for 20 bucks and the amount of words that this was able to do on a monthly basis, it's like, I think it was would cover like an average book for the $20, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like for that alone, it's like, that's crazy for any author who wants to convert their stuff to audio for anybody like CSB who doesn't either want people to hear his voice or if maybe you're not a, it's, we talked about calling up target. I didn't really understand the woman that clearly my mom's surgeon didn't quite understand him that clearly. Well, they could type Mm -hmm. out their words and all of a sudden it's read with perfect precision. Mm -hmm. And you're right. The people that are the voice actors are the ones at this point who are in trouble. And I think it's a short leap until the, this is in the video realm, meaning I'm thinking the computer will be good enough soon enough to where you'll just be able to go, oh, well, take this, you know, take a scene from the office and write new characters or write new dialogue, and it'll just be able to recreate that in the computer without reshooting anything mm-hmm. and just render it out for you. It's pretty scary. Podcasters are doomed, man. <laughs> your computer is going to be able to do our jobs and it's going to do it better than us. And it's going to be funnier than us. And its voices are going to be perfect. Just like yours. And people are going to be like, how can I even, Wait, this is how everybody gets to compete with Larry soon. They'll just be able to sound like Larry by typing That's a few it. things into their computer. Yeah. That's yeah. when Larry's like, I'm changing my voice. Totally. I'm going to sound like Bandrew now. Ha ha. Screw them. <laughs> Got to be unique. Cause that's how you stand out. Yeah, but if they can be immediately copied and uh, reprocessed, you know. Right. That is the other part of this that is uh, very concerning, I would guess, for voice actors, which is if somebody can just take a minute of your speaking, you know, if they have a good audio of you speaking, if they can turn that in to a whole new AI voice that can say anything they want, well, then, yeah, why are they paying you? Right. And I don't think at this point there's no kind of copyright protection there's no trademark to be like well they that sounds like me because there are certain people that can sound exactly like somebody else so it's a it's a very mm. weird legal area it's like if somebody is reproducing your voice can you prove they're doing it right it's yeah. odd it is odd it's a, it's a scary day on the horizon there darren for uh, all of us for everybody <laughs> in hollywood and anybody doing any kind of entertainment yeah Speaking of entertainment, do we know what's coming up this week on That Larry Show? We don't. We do not. Always but I a will say that uh, for a change, you know, I can only do so many um, let's get the commies type uh, shows. <laughs> oh, those never so, wear out, though. But there's always so more people commies. People love them. <laughs> a, see, but this is it. You could just write one script and then you just choose yeah. a different commie. Wouldn't that be nice, though? You just get up and you just press a button. Yeah, and- but then I'd be bored. You know, I enjoy this. So, this is, that, that, but, is, that is the truth about podcasters. It is way more cathartic for us podcasters yeah. than the listeners, I think. Yeah. So last week I took a little a, a detour and I'd seen this story about something that, that grabbed me called the wind phone, right? And it's, it's a, a guy took an old like kitchen phone from your mom's uh, house and tacked it to a giant redwood sequoia somewhere up in the state of Washington. And it's not connected to anything. He put a sign on and say, you know, if you feel like it, pick up the phone and, you know, talk to a dead relative or uh, make peace with God or primarily scream, whatever you want to do. 
So I thought it was really fascinating. And I, uh, and I did that show and I thought this will, this will probably suck and bomb because it's kind of off, <laughs> but people, a lot of people love it. So I'm very glad. And if you haven't heard the wind foam, you know, Larry, that, that Larry show.com you can find. Well, it's one of those thought things. Like what would you yeah. do? And of course that is what one of you the, say, right? Well, this is one of the things they're talking about with AI. We may have even done a story at the very early end of this, or maybe it was on grumpy old Ben's where there was like somebody created an AI bot so they could pretend they were still talking to their dead girlfriend or something like that. And if you could add their voice to it, Oh my God. Um, yeah, no, this this, technology is going to cause so many more issues. It is. Let's hope it uh, fixes it. Captain oblivious in the troll room says another great episode, Larry. So see, well, thank you, captain. Appreciate that. Instant feedback right here. When we do these shows live on Mondays at 1 PM central time, you just go yep. to noagendastream.com and you can get into the troll room at trollroom.io. We love now What about random out. thoughts? What do you got coming up on there, Garrett? It is always so very random. Yeah. Maybe maybe something about NASCAR, maybe something with all this health stuff going on. That's always. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I just flashed on an idea because, uh, because uh, the boys, uh, John and uh, Adam, were talking about AI recently, right? And I think. It was, no, it was you. I'm sorry. It was you about Google LM, right? A music yes, thing. They said you right. can like hum something into it. So hum yourself a fucking jingle right. for random thoughts. <laughs> right. That's a good idea. And I then, mean, every time, every time I'm out on the road and I pass an O'Reilly Auto Store, <laughs> you hear I it. sing that stupid fucking song. Uh-huh. I don't do that for the Pep Boys. I don't do that for Vance or Napa, but they created a really goddamn good sticky jingle. It is a dying art having the jingle like they, I mean, it was really big in like the sixties and maybe even oh, going yeah. back to the fifties. Sure. It goes way back. It's yeah. like, you remember that it sticks with mm-hmm. you. You know, yeah. there was even a bit in uh, one of the office episodes where uh, Andy Bernard, he can't remember the end of it, but he's like, give me a break. You picked <sighs> me off a piece of that. And they couldn't remember what it was for, but it's like, when you hear that, it's like, yes, these things just click it in did. your mind. That is so funny. I used to work out and uh, at this gym, and the guy that wrote that 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 Kit Kat jingle used to we used to talk all the time. Isn't that weird? Small yeah. world, and I bet you the Kit Kat jingle world. paid really well. Oh, I think he, uh, yeah, I think that batted <laughs> his uh, his finances for a long time very well. You yeah. don't realize. I mean, I know that Barry Manilow wrote a bunch of like the big jingles in the day, and sure, uh, you deserve a break today. That was Barry. I mean, a lot of people don't know that it's where you start. Yeah. Your careers go through different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll get a, a good jingle would be good that people can remember. And it's got to be our, you know, it's got to be the D-U-M-B part. It's got to one really uh, focus on the fact that the show, the host and all of the content is dumb. Yeah. And you, what you need is like a, you know, back chorus of the Ronettes or the sweet inspirations going dumb, dumb, right. dumb, dumb. Right. Now with AI, could we do that? Can we have like a whole gospel choir Why not? Supreme singing in the background? That's a great Why idea. Not? Yeah. I like it. So everybody should tune in to that Larry show, which is at that Larry show.com. And then of course there's a bunch of bonus episodes. If you go over to his Patreon, which is you could have content for like months, weeks. I start adding up That's all crazy. of these things. It's crazy. Between the different podcasts that I've done and the, the number that, that starts adding up for all of these shows. It's like, that's a lot of content. 
It's a lot of content. Oh, and this week for me, it's going to be episode 400, excluding no the bonus episodes, but of straight skin. This is going to be episode 400 this, this Wednesday. So I'm going to do something special. Don't know what it is yet, but I'm doing it. <laughs> it's going to be big. Check it out. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and support the shows that you like. That's all we can offer. And if you can't support it financially right now, tell a friend. Please. Grassroots marketing. Yep. Because I always look at these numbers and it's like, there's like a thousand people listening to all of this. It's like, I bet. Like, are you all just are, are you all just friends of each other? Do you not know anybody outside of this group <laughs> at this point? And it may be that may be the case. It's a closed circuit. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need to. If somebody can make like one friend and extend this, that would be good. So go out and make a friend this week and listen to that Larry show. Listen to random thoughts. And then Larry and I will be back next week on Monday. We shall. For another edition of and another journey through Planet Rage. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. Planet You are stupid.